Dear listeners, Sairam, we now bring you part two of our program, Wahini Satsang. Today's episode was first aired on the 6th July 2017 as part of Thursday Live programs on Asia Stream of Radio Sai. This program is hosted by Team Radio Sai's Bishu. Yes, sir. Ajit Popat, sir, if you can share. I no, know you have a queue of what he is telling about yes. the ego. You know, Swami Burns told me in the interview room, we were sitting in the inner room, and Swami told me that, Puppet, four things are taboo in spirituality. Four things cannot find any place whatsoever, even to 0.001%. First is knowership. Hmm. Second is donorship. Third is doership. And first, last is ownership. Wow. Karishya Vachanam Tava that was the statement made by Arjuna because Swami made him very clear that I can kill each one of them without lifting even a finger but I am making only my instrument you are a Nimitta Matram yes Arjuna never felt that he was a doer yes at the last moment when he realized it that he actually has won the war and he told Krishna to get out and get off from the chariot Krishna said you better get off first (laughs) Because Arjun thought that now is Satya Meva Jayate, he has won the victory. But then Swami made it very clear that Krishna told him that no, insisted that you first get off. And as soon as Krishna came out of the chariot, the chariot went into blaze. Yes. Because it was, Lord himself was taking all the blows. Yes. So Swami made it very clear to me that puppet, when I used to, I'll tell you a very beautiful thing which happened, that one day he asked me to speak in Sai Kulmanthal. He said, Bolo, Gopala, Malaka, Palaka, Chalaka, Sanchalaka. That was the subject. First of all, I didn't understand what he exactly meant. Right? And then he made me realize after the talk was that it is only that you are standing there and you are speaking what I want to hear. And it is me, that my voice which is controlling you. One day, after that talk, as I was going back to my room in W97, I met number of brothers and sisters and they were praising me sky high. Papa, your show was great. Today really it was very inspiring. Blah, blah, blah. Next time only luckily Swami called me. He said, Papa, how are you? I said, Baba, I wanted to ask you one thing. It will be last night this question was bothering me. That when I was going back to my room, everybody was praising me and everybody was saying that they were saying and they were giving me all the credits. So in that situation, what shall I, what should be my reaction? Like brother said Sonam, that when everybody is praising him, he also feels that yes, he is a very good damn singer. But the point is that he is, he is, he is able to sing so long as he gets the atmic power whereby his throat is clear and the blockage is removed. So likewise, I asked Swami, I said, Baba, what should be my reaction? He said, Puppet, if you accept the credit from others, remember you have to also accept the debit because at the end of the day, account has to be reconciled. <laughs> so never accept the credit that you are the doer so I said Baba what should be my state of mind he said when somebody is telling you that you are very good you are very fluent your talk was excellent keep on saying Sai Ram Sai Ram Sai Ram Sai Ram Meruko Mat Bolo Meruko Mat Bolo Meruko Mat Bolo Bhagwan is saying that in spirituality if you really want to progress there is no scope of hypocrisy the problem about our ego is that we feel that we are the doer yeah that we are the owner, that we are the owner. 
and we are the donor. That was the language of Duryodhana. Arjuna only said, what did he say? Karishya oh Lord Krishna, Karishya Vachanam Tava. I shall do exactly what you say. And what was Bhagavan's instruction? Sarva dharmam parityajyam mame kam sharanam raja. Aham kam sarva papebhyo moksha ishyami masucha. He wants us to become the embodiment of three peace. Swami once told me very beautifully, rather in a lighter vein, but very seriously he went to me. He said, Papad, I am the embodiment of three peace. Peace, perseverance and patience. And he looked at me and he said, you are also embodiment of three peace. Power, position and possession. <laughs> <laughs> so now, that transformation has come and it must come in this very lifetime that we must move from power, position and position because all these things are nothing but the reflection at a certain level in certain dimensions of the ego problem. I am MLA. I am MP. One day Swami told me a lot of VIPs are waiting. I thought there must be a lot of VIP. I mean big, either minister of communication has come or somebody has, cabinet minister has come. Then Swami just looked at me and smiled. Very impatient people are sitting there. <laughs> they are all VIP. <laughs> VIP, very impatient people. You see, Bhagwan actually knew, I mean, he is the master craftsman to cut your ego in no time. Because basically what Swami wanted us to become his instruments. German knife, made in Germany, very powerful instrument, if it is not sharp, it is useless, isn't it? And the day the wife knife thinks that she is very powerful, believe you, whilst you are cutting the vegetable, she can cut your finger also. It's a double-edged weapon. And as Bhagavan says very beautifully, your youth, your power. There is a very beautiful uh, brother, uh, Pushti, I will take the opportunity and uh, uh, I feel honored to share the one of the most beautiful verses made by uh, Lord Shankara, Lord Shankaracharya. Sadeshesu dhanya videshesu maniya sadachara vrutteshu nattano janya Manashyane lagnam guru radipadme tatakkim 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 kim tata Bhagavan told me kim tata huh? you are famous in your own country when you go abroad you are honored and you are privileged and you are given red carpet all this power all this position one heart attack when within 15 minutes this beautiful pump which is installed by the Lord himself stops working stops. and within 5 minutes you become part of Panchamabhuta. Your own people will make sure that you are cremated very well. <laughs> huh? Is they, it not? And they will cry yes. over you for some time. Well, that is a crocodile tears. You see, I hope so. <laughs> Your Panchaprana, Panchakosha, Panchagnanendriya, Panchakarmendriya, Panchamabhuta, they are also having some kind of ego, but they don't realize it that they are controlled by the Paramatma the Paramashakti, who are the controlling power. You see, you switch off the light, you switch on the light and the light comes and you think that you have got power. No sir, power is outside. The main switch is on. Main switch thinks that he is doing a damn good job. No, it is connected to transformer. Transformer thinks that he is doing a damn good job and he is giving light to everybody in the whole street. But the problem is that it is connected to the main transformer and to the main switch. Main switch. You see, power is Darkness is hai. Comes from the source. It's our day to day, you know. And, uh, even in Puttaparthi, sometimes we have voltage fluctuation. Huh? Internet doesn't work. <laughs> Your Google is useless, isn't it? 
सो भगवान इज टेलिंग एस फ्रॉम अवर प्रैक्टिकल लाइफ दैट ऑल दिस पावर एंड पोजिशन इज ओनली योर फॉल्स ईगो एंड योर अवेयरनेस विच इज एब्सोल्युटली क्रुकेड स्वामी विवेकानंद वंस वेरी ब्यूटिफुल इज सेट ए अमेरिकन डिवोटी आस्किंग दैट स्वामी जी योर नेम नरेंद्र एंड योर मास्टर कॉल्स यू विवेकानंद वॉट इज द मीनिंग ऑफ इट इज अ माई ब्रदर माई मास्टर वॉज द एम्बॉडीमेंट ऑफ सुप्रीम नॉलेज He called me Vivekanand because unless and until you have the discrimination and the anandam, and what anandam? I remember Bhagwan once very beautifully told me when I came back from Gram Seva. He asked me, "Papa, did you go for Gram Seva?" I thought I had done a damn good job. You know, I we went there in the village and from house to house we were distributing all the fruit. You know, Swami Prasadam. I said, "Baba, yes, I did go." He said, "What? How do you feel?" I said, "Anandam." He said, "Go inside." and brother listen and i hope my listeners will write down brahmanandam this is a beautiful beautiful shloka brahmanandam paramasukadam kevalam gnanamurtim but baba turned it around in such a beautiful and he said brahmanandam parmanandam nityanandam akhandanandam atmanandam adbhutanandam ashcharyanandam premanandam yoganandam turiyanandam satyanandam advaitadandam and then he raised his hand and he put it on his chest and he said now satchidanandam the source of anand is he ultimately the power doesn't matter what power it is whether it is political material uh, in terms of scholarship that power ultimately gives you what joy anandam correct no it doesn't give you anandam it gives you temporary joy when you eat balushai ha huh, in mysore park you feel happy you don't become blissful because that happiness is also disappears because after one hour again you are hungry it's already innately whereas that bliss which swami gives from within internal that is power that remains in all circumstances yes. whether you are going through ups and down like one day swami told me very beautifully i was looking down he said eh hey, puppet what happened upset look up and get set <laughs> <laughs> look up and get set that is real power my equanimity remains the identical in every situation whether it is prosperity adversity yes whether yes. i am well or i am unwell yes beautiful the shidi baba in uh, science satyaritra is it is very beautifully recorded by heman pand baba once told the shama udham jaake tum udhar kone mein baitho duniya idhar se udhar ho jayega tum hilna nahi yes the problem is that when i am praised i am walking 6 inches above the ground and moment somebody criticizes me whether it is rightly or wrongly my ego gets completely burst and then i you know it's completely inflated yeah and then it becomes shrunk that's why my mood changes this shloka is very beautiful swadeshasu banya everybody respects you swadeshasu mananya videshasu dhanya sadacharo vrutteshu mattona chanya everybody is praising you manasharya lagnam guru radhipadme but you have not received the blessing of your lord tatakyam 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 what will at the end of the day what will say the bottom line is that he was a good man that's it they say it out of you know decency <laughs> <laughs> because they have to say it social <laughs> etiquette <laughs> many people don't don't somebody said i like mahatma gandhi so i said is it because of his, his truth and the respect and he is the father of nation he said no that day we have a holiday <laughs> that day we have a holiday so that is the respect we have now <laughs> बच्चे लोग को पूछो आज छुट्टी है 
Yes. So, one has to be very careful about the power. What power are we seeking? Yes. Is it physical power? That's why Baba always used to say, never be proud about your youth, your prosperity, your knowledge, your wisdom. Because these are all temporary. One stroke and the memory goes. You become a cabbage. Yes. In fact, I remember one very beautiful quote of uh, Sir Abraham Lincoln. Hmm. He said that if you want to really understand someone's character, test someone's character, don't give him adversity. Everybody copes with adversity. If you want to really test someone's character, give him power. Yes, give him power. Bhagavan Ramakrishna Paramahadeva, sorry for the interruption, brother Pushti. One day in Dakshineshwar, he said a very beautiful thing. Seeing milk is one thing, drinking is another thing, digesting is third thing, having power is one thing, experiencing that power and implementing that power in overpowering people is another thing. But digesting the power in its true sense, with humility, that is why Swami said very beautifully. How will you how will you digest the power? I will repeat what Swami has told me. Simplicity, humility, nobility, sincerity, honesty, loyalty, integrity, intensity, persistency, consistency, equanimity, unity, purity and divinity without any publicity. Then you can digest the power. Moment I become a mayor of the city, I will go around and throw my weight around. And I know in, in my heart of heart that I am not powerful and I am losing weight, you see. Simplicity, humility, nobility, sincerity, honesty, loyalty That is the formula by which you digest the power Whether it is political power Pandita Samadarshina Lord Krishna says in Srimad Bhagavad Gita Who is the Pandit? Who has got equanimity? Samadarshina Isn't it? So now, today in this practical world We have to see that if we are really given power whether it is political power, whether it is a social power, whether it is economical power, the question is, have I accepted it in the right perspective and have I been able to digest it? Because if I can digest it, then I will not misuse it. Otherwise, Baba says, the khana, pina, sona, marna, loading, unloading, loading, unloading, loading, unloading. That's a daily business. <laughs> yes. I think many times what is happening is, perhaps we have ego of our knowledge but we don't have knowledge of our ego. You're right. Because the moment we have, you know, certain amount of uh, position, certain amount of power, certain amount of knowledge, then suddenly we have this ego of that knowledge. But somehow, it just happens that, you know, that it just, um, it, it doesn't just occur to us that, you know, there is an ego coming up. That knowledge of our ego somehow uh, it does not happen so easily I think before, I think that is why that spiritual training is so important just so that whenever the ego crops up I think many times people are not even aware that they are actually giving vent uh, and encouraging that facet of the personality <laughs> which will one day just crush them yeah. but somehow uh, because I have seen this in people I have seen them people who have you know spent so many years studying Swami's literature for example or people who have uh, people who have uh, say lived with Swami people who have say written books about Swami you know so so you think that you know so he he's someone who is so sorted out inside because he spent so much time but there somehow that person 
is not able to see that actually there is a ego that is talking mm many times and many times you know you pray to swami so it should not happen to me it should not happen to me that you know uh, as you do things uh, this awareness that i am having ego is very important because if that awareness only uh, is not apparent to me then i will not know and if i don't know i will not be able to correct myself brother push if you allow me it reminds me of a very beautiful uh, incident which happened in uh, sai kulwanth it was a sunday morning bhagwan was standing near the railing and the primary school children you know when they saw that swami was standing there they started full throttle you know all the they were reciting sri suktam mm-hmm. okay and bhagwan was listening to sri suktam and i was sitting uh, in the portico and of all the people swami called me swami called me and he said and his eyes were sparkling like diamonds because he could not hide his joy he was so pleased with these boys you know they were beautifully singing sri suktam swami told me puppet see how these boys are singing do you know this sri suktam so i said yes swami so he said do you know rudram do you know narayan suktam do you know purush suktam so i said baba thoda thoda aata hai i know little bit he said they know everything within one second he made me realize that all my knowledge is superficial and i am nowhere near to this little primary school children <laughs> and i was thinking all the time that i know sanskrit and i know all these uh, sutras as a matter of fact we were sitting in uh, interview room in uh, whitefield i had gone there with the group of gramsya boys and bhagwan asked me in the interview room puppet vedam karta hai brother durgesh was also there from mauritius and he said okay recite purusha suktam now i knew that some of the boys did not know purushottam very well so i said baba today we will recite narayan suktam <laughs> next time we will recite purushottam <laughs> because i knew that he has punctured my ego you know <laughs> and he he put me on the spot the reason why he was trying to teach me is that if you think that you have written one book and your ego is very you know highlighted that you are a big author the person sitting next to you he very casually says that i have published sign our atmamala <laughs> now where is the comparison you think that you have done a very good business and you know you have uh, expanded your business in a manner that from 1 million dollar you have now reached uh, uh, annual growth of 10 million dollars and then mukesh ambani comes and sits next to you and he says that i am the richest man of india <laughs> Yes. Relatively, huh? <laughs> relatively, <laughs> relatively. Yeah. Mm. Now, what I'm telling you, even at physical sense, yes. this idea of doership and acquiring things, you know, and what is the basis? Bhagwan Ramakrishna Paramahansa was very beautiful. He said that ego is so subtle that you chop it off, but if you don't burn it, it will sprout again. Ah. It must be burned. Like if you want that the seed should not grow, it must be fried. Yes. And then thrown away. It will never grow. It is dead. Likewise, ego has to be cut very vigilantly. That is why Bhagwan uh, direct disciple, Bhagwan Ramakrishna Paramahansa direct disciple, Swami Brahmananda said, the catchword in spirituality is vigilance is the price that you pay to become spiritual. Vigilance. Vigilance, vigilance is the price that you Eternal pay to become vigilance. spiritual. You should be very vigilant. Am I speaking, or am I hearing the voice of God, or is my ego speaking? one has to be very vigilant the moment i comes it on the surface and it is uppermost believe you me god doesn't want to know you because you think that you you only seen the milk you have not drank it and even if you have drank it 
somebody has poured it you have not digested it it's a waste of energy so one has to be extremely vigilant this idea of cutting down the ego and making a very humble person it is very easier said than done yes it requires tremendous amount of vigilance swami vivekananda is the classic example having given the message of vedanta in united states of america he came back as a hero when he saw swami brahmananda standing at a reception party in howrah station first of all swami vivekananda did sastang dandvat pranam on the railway platform which was dirty you know how indian railway platforms are with due respect somebody is already spit somebody is already thrown a cigarette butt but swami ji was never bothered he, because he was the embodiment of humility that's what swami himself told us in kodaikanal he said the reason why ramkrishna mission has as a sterling example of the messengers of vedanta and master's teaching is because they are completely egoless and they have complete humility there is no competition you see the power game also gives a birth to a child which is known as competition i want to be one step ahead of you if i do succeed my ego goes another 10 story high if i don't then i'm jealous of you you see then i am burning within myself yes so this is a double edged weapon brother yes okay. this power is first of all one becomes actually in the reality when he acquires the power he becomes powerless yes ha huh. because moment you start exercising your power through your home minister na she will tell you mere ko idhar mat lecture do bahar ja ke tumhara party ko bolna Huh? Which ever party that you belong to? Here, whatever I have prepared, you eat it. If you don't like it, go to five star. <laughs> She puts you right. Yeah, here. yeah, on the right <laughs> side of it. <laughs> yeah. An astrologer goes to a lady and tells uh, tells her, "I can tell the future of your husband." Hmm. And she tells him. I am writing his future. You tell me about his past. <laughs> <laughs> But humor aside, I just want to. Yeah, yeah brother, how powerful was he in bro- past? <laughs> brother Popat, I just want to. Uh, uh, you know, after all this beautiful exposition about ego, and then so rightfully you said. that you know it's easier said than done yeah <laughs> because again it you know <laughs> it just yeah, that also i'm saying out of ego yeah. <laughs> it loses its hold in fact i i once told one of my friends when we were in our vrindavan days you know hmm. so i said i am really egoless you know <laughs> so my friend, i don't have i am so humble i said your humility is full of ego <laughs> my friend told me <laughs> your humility also can be couched in ego but i had a beautiful experience that i thought i should share it in Please. this context you know yes yeah, sure sure uh, way back in 1983 swami was standing on the veranda and we were all you know those days those were the good old days when anyone could go and sit anywhere on the veranda mm-hmm. so we were right in the front and then swami was telling us about ego and how the ego can destroy everything all the good that you have done in a trice it can just you know destroy it and then all of a sudden on the other upper side mr indula shah had come okay so swami started talking to swami moved to the upper section 
नंदन स्वामी स्टार्टेड टॉकिंग टू मिस्टर इंदुलाशा एंड सेट कैसा है ऑर्गेनाइजेशन कैसा है हाउस एवरीथिंग सो ही सेट स्वामी बहुत सब कुछ ठीक चल रहा है एवरीथिंग इज गोइंग ऑन वेरी फाइन देन स्वामी सेट व्हाट आर यू डूइंग विथ योर विथ द ईगो सो बिकॉज इट इट वॉज अ क्वेश्चन आउट ऑफ द ब्लू इज नॉट नो बिकॉज सीमिंगली इट डिन हैव एनीथिंग टू डू विद ऑर्गेनाइजेशन द फंक्शनिंग ऑफ एन ऑर्गेनाइजेशन But Swami was telling him that you know the organization functions very well when you address this problem because it was very much in the context because Swami was talking to us on ego yes. and then Swami shifted the whole locus to the upper section upper segment and started telling him what are you doing with the ego and he, then Mr Shah said Swami is very difficult ego is very difficult Swami said no I have made it very easy for you. Hmm. The structure of the Sri Satyasai Seva organization itself helps you in this respect. Wow. Then Swami said, "How is this Satyasai organization different from the other organizations of this world? There is this United Nations," Swami said, "and there are a lot of puffed-up people there in the United Nations." And Swami was telling everyone that, you know, sometimes they are successful, but many times they are unsuccessful in whatever they do. Because of play of ego, Swami mm-hmm. was telling very casually. Mm-hmm. But in such a high organization, things are different. How is it different? Tell me. Then Mr. Indulal Shah said, "Swami, ये तो आपका भगवान का संस्था है." Swami said, "भगवान को संस्था नहीं चाहिए." Swami doesn't need an organization. My organization is the whole universe. I don't need a small organization. It's for you, Swami said. and i have given you this organization as a present to help you in your spiritual endeavor in your sadhana swami made it so clear wow then he said that swami lekin this is an organization started by you swami said no i didn't start an organization <laughs> i empowered you to do things in a structured way and that that is the satyasai organization very true then he said this most beautiful thing if you don't know i'll tell you the characteristics of the satyasai organization he said this is the only organization in this world which is not vertical in its structure but horizontal swami said wow then he said this is the only organization which doesn't look like a pyramid hmm where in the base cannot see the top and top cannot see the base a pyramid is structured like that swami said and there is a communication gap but in the satyasai organization there is no communication gap because everyone is reachable approachable accessible so there is the, the whole structure is so simple then the third thing in the satyasai organization swami said there are no positions self and power in the satyasai organization only roles and responsibilities and once the roles are enacted very well or whatever you leave the you get off the stage after the enactment you don't keep on enacting the role still continuing throughout your life on the stage correct so that is the structure of this satya organization and of course the sri satyasai seva organization is the only organization which is nurtured by the love of god who is an avatar swami said this now is it like that swami asked him <laughs> what you are doing does it does it really match this description what you are doing and this description <coughs> so he looked at swami and said swami said yes i know 
That is why ego is coming up, Swami said. <laughs> because you are not conforming yourself to the norms that I have set. There is a lot of play of ego. Once you kill that ego, with lot of skill if you kill the ego, then there is only goodness, happiness and totality, Swami said. Wow. So I had this beautiful uh, experience once again, you know, many years back, I wanted to, I was still a student in Vrindavan, and I wanted to come for Ishwara Madhivas to Puttavardhi. For no reason, I was just, you know, I thought that it was a fanciful thought that I wish Swami would call me for Ishwara Madhivas because I had seen all the other festivals in Puttavardhi, save Ishwara Madhivas. Generally, this falls in a vacation time. Yeah. yeah. So I wrote a letter. And Mr. C. Srinivas, at that time he was a warden. So he told me, Swami has uh, called you to Puttavarti. So all of a sudden, in the evening, there was a flurry of activities. It was announced that Swami is going to Puttavarti. Swami has called him. Whoever wants to write letters, write them and uh, deposit it there in the office. Swami will take it tomorrow. And all of a sudden, I felt so important. I got, like the ambassador of God, I am taking everyone's letter. Postmaster General. Postmaster General. Swami has specially called me to Puttavarti. Hmm. So puffed up, I reached Puttavarti, expecting Swami to straight away call me and take me inside. And then I would present the letters to Swami, you know. Hmm. Swami came out and didn't even notice me. <laughs> so he went out and that was in my life the first ever cold shoulder treatment that's what we used to call it the cold shoulder treatment was the beginning of your operation yes so that was the first time without anesthesia without anesthesia <laughs> <laughs> and Swami didn't Swami without looking at me he gave out he went out to give darshan so I thought on his way back Swami will possibly take me in but on his way back he called a lot of people for interview and took them inside and didn't bother to look at me so I went and sat down for the morning bhajan. That was the only solas now. The only <laughs> way out to vent out. One bhajan and Anath Bando Sai Prabhu came, would come so handy. Those bhajans were yeah. the bhajans that we would really cry out when mm. Swami would stop talking to you. Mm. Swami, Swami would start ignoring you, you know. So I sang that bhajan. And after Arati, Swami did the most fantastic thing in my life. He held my fingers. And after Arati, He led me through His door. Oh. into the interview room. Wow. And once we were inside, he closed the door and turned towards me. And then the first thing that he told me was, Kahi ko itna ego karta hai? Why are you so egoistic? So, it was a reflex answer from me. Swami's reply, I said, Swami, ego ho jata hai, Swami. It hmm. happens, Swami, what to do? I can't help it. I felt like a patient, you know, telling the doctor, that it pains, I don't know how it, where it comes from, why does it come, I don't want the pain. Mm. But it's happening, Swami, what can I do? Swami said, Nahi karna. I said, how Swami? Kaise nahi karna, Swami? Ho jata hai. Ego ho jata hai, Swami. How not? It do. happens, how not to do it, Swami? How can I prevent it? Swami said, Is mantra ko yaad karo, Sai shwarar panamastu bolo. Mm. Wow. Jab bhi tu bhajan gata hai, kuch bhi achha karta hai, ego aata hai, sai shwadar pa namastu bolo aur bhul jau. Samarpan. Sai shwadar pa namastu. Sai shwadar pa namastu. Submit it to Swami. Submit it. Offer it to Swami. Samarpan. So till this day I have been doing this mantra. Every time. So it has really helped me a lot. Yes. But as I was telling you, it is always there. 
Yes. But then on a low key, definitely. <laughs> the day the ego doesn't remain, yes. the small eye doesn't remain, the big eye alone will remain. Absolutely. So that day has to come in our life. Yeah. Yes. Wonderful. And so, Sir Popat, sir, we'll have uh, the last word from you <laughs> before we time is running out. And I know we can continue this session for the whole night. <laughs> Because Sonam sir, we'll have so many <laughs> stories. I know his life has been a saga of this. No. And you'll have also so many interactions. Yeah. No, as a matter of fact, at the cost of repetition, I would like to only stress upon one thing, which I'm practically reflecting my own self yes. and addressing my own self and also sharing with uh, brothers and sisters and listeners of Radio Sai that let us remember one thing that anything that we have acquired from outside, hmm. either with our efforts or sometimes I get it in hereditary heritage. You see, my father was a multi-billionaire. He has left 20 million dollars for me. That acquired money is not my financial power. I will not work for it. It's not going to last in any case. Because I do not know the value of it in any case. You see, so Swami told me very beautifully that any, any knowledge, any virtue, any power any efficiency and proficiency that you acquire it from outside you, it cannot be the real thing. The real power, the real capabilities emerges from within and that one acquires only with humility, with sadhana. Yes. yes. In complete submission, you see, the child will sit in the lap of the mother and learn that's a true learning but one hour tuition with the teacher the teacher is being paid and the child thinks that he is sacrificing his play you see yes so because whatever Swami gives us from inside is the love yes that promotes and that is the main that is what if anything that we call as power huh. it has to be something that has come from within, within. not something that yeah. has come to us from a person from an organization uh. from a position or anything outside of us yes. that is not power anything not power. if we think is power it should have come from within and that is the true empowerment for us exactly and lastly I would like to share one thing one very beautiful statement of Sami he, once he told me very clearly he said Papa do you realize that you are living on borrowed time <laughs> That you, you do you realize that you are living on borrowed money? That do you realize that you are living on borrowed energy? Who is digesting your food? Are you making any effort? Who is converting your energy into power? Yes. Are you making any efforts? Are you really making any efforts? Is any of the listener can vouch safe and say that yes, he is making a hell of a effort to breathe? No, it is normal. It is nothing but the love of the Lord which has yes. designed the metabolism in such a way that this heart has been created to last at least for 100 years. Yes. It's a beautiful pump which has been installed in the body. We don't know how it is functioning. We are not able to see but the blood is circulating all the time, isn't it? Yes. Do we hear the noise? So Baba says that when you reflect upon these realities of your beautiful structure, yes. then you will become humble. Yes. Then you realize the real power is within you within and it is working silently. Yes. So when I do get power at physical level, 
Is it because of the scholarship, because of my hard work, because of my expertise, whatever may be the reason, I must come down to the ground level and understand that it is God-given gift and I am only a trustee. Yes. The notion of trusteeship is very important. Yes. So once I become a trustee, my only objective is to manage it in the manner in which it is most efficient, without any prejudice. Then Bhagavan said that you are a good storekeeper. But realizing that the power is coming from the main line, that is why he again reminded me, go to the source with all the force, where you find all the resource, that is the right course, there is no other recourse, that is the essence of Bhagavan's divine discourse. (laughs) Wonderful. (laughs) Thank you so much, sir. I think that was uh, the powerful... um, message that should keep reverberating in us all the time about who is the true source of all the power that we think is power and what we see today in the world is this love for power and I feel what is the most important thing is power of love yes we see in the world the love for power everyone for some reason you know there is this mad love for power everywhere you know within even within the Satya organization let's face it it is there but what Satya Sai demonstrated, lived, painstakingly showed us day in and day out is the power of love. I think if we always keep our focus on the power of love, then this worldly power will not affect us. It will not corrupt us. It will not do anything which will damage our spiritual growth. Beautiful. I think that is something which will do good because ultimately wherever we are, whether we are in the Satya organization, whether we are in our business, whether we are looking after our family, whatever we may be doing, we are actually all the time only journeying towards the God. We are all the time only in the spiritual journey and uh, for spiritual journey, we have to let go the ego and let God come in. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much, sir, Ajit Popat, sir, and uh, uh, Dr. Sonam, sir, for sparing your time. I'm really grateful to Bhagwan that he allowed this satsang today. And like it has been for every satsang, I know he's the one who makes it happen. And we only pray that he sends the right people. We create the right vibration so that this becomes another opportunity, another exercise to exorcise our ego and take us closer, one more step closer in our journey from I to we to He. Dear listeners, thank you so much for being with us through this program and through this entire Thursday. If you have any queries or comments or suggestions or your own experiments with dealing with ego, your own experiments with trying to practice one little teaching of Bhagwan, your own joys and your own challenges and your own little victories in trying to live these beautiful little messages in your life, please do share because as we share, we encourage, as we share, that is one beautiful way we care because the more we share, the more we help each other in this beautiful journey. We have to hold our hands together and as Bhagwan always wants us, together move towards Him as one big, beautiful, loving, one Atma, one family. So please keep writing to us and let us always remember to soak ourselves in this Prima Vahini, in this 
power of love thank you so much sairam you just heard part 2 of our program wahini satsang this episode was first aired on the 6th july 2017 as part of thursday live from prashanti nilayam on asia stream of radio sai global harmony this program was hosted by team radio sai's bishu thank you and sairam